of the Commonwealth. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 1061 ESPN. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Call in and talk with Bob anytime at 327-0888. Now, here's Bob Black with the Sports Huddle on 1061 ESPN. Give me with a pretty <laughs> Would you call this a good day for Washington fans, potentially? I think it's going to be a great day for the NFL and uh, uh, excited. And it's, uh, I think, a hallmark day. Excited about the uh, prospects of uh, going into uh, Washington and uh, giving them some capital punishment. Oh, I'm just going to tell you who we are, and then I'm going to let my guy sitting over here rant and rave about what Jerry Jones just said. Coming up the elevator at the Marriott Hotel, getting ready to go into the big ballroom for the big NFL meetings that should stamp approval on the sale of the Washington Commanders from Dan Snyder to the Josh Harris Group. Welcome to the Sports Huddle. Thursday afternoon, we are in studio this afternoon in our ESPN Richmond studio today. And by we, I'm Bob Black here. AJ's on the other side of the glass producing. And my guy, Sean Robertson from CBS 6, foaming at the mouth over Jerry Jones' bulletin board material, makes it a feel-good Thursday on the Sports Huddle. He just better have that same enthusiasm. When the season starts and they play those commanders twice with Josh Harris and Magic Johnson as part of the ownership group of the Washington Commanders. <laughs> what he, positions are they going to play? I, I don't know, but they'll be in positions to bring some better players when they uh, when, when it comes to free agency and drafts. But he better have that same intensity Thanksgiving night. When they play. Oh, that's one of them, isn't it? That's one of them. And then they play, I think, after that, later in the year. Both of the games are after Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving's in Dallas because for whatever reason, Thanksgiving is always in Dallas. That makes no sense, but it is. But it'll be there. So the other one will be in D.C. And that's the first one? Thanksgiving is the first first time they meet? I I haven't looked up their schedule. I'll do that. I think that's the case. But, yeah, that's the first. uh, But, yeah, I hope, you know, hopefully when that happens, you know, people will keep that tape and play that back. (laughs) For Jerry Jones. Oh, they end the season against each other. Again? Yes. Sunday, mm-hmm. January 7th in D.C. Just remember, Washington did win the last meeting. They did. Meaningless as it was, yeah. but they did. But for Sam Howell, it wasn't meaningless. That was his coming out party. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Good point. So, yes, Thanksgiving Day in Dallas, 430 on CBS. Oh, that means one show. <laughs> <laughs> That's all this boils down to. That means one you. show on Thanksgiving night. All right. <laughs> That's good, CBS. I even, love it. Even that's weird for us traditionalists. Yeah, because that's Detroit. TV that's normally watching. the Detroit. So the, Detroit must be on Fox. On Fox. I guess an NFC. Well, and then it might be the, an AFC team. And then, and then the NBC game must be at night, right? Or yeah, maybe it's on game. Amazon. It's a Thursday night. I might don't know. Be, I think it might be still on NBC. Still on NBC but for that CBS one. CBS got the old yeah, NFC CBS rivalry. CBS says Washington, Dallas. I like that. Oh, yeah. We just need to dig up Summer All in Madden, and then it'll be just like the old days. No, <laughs> that, was, I, no, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very cool. You know what sure. I meant, people. You know uh, what yes, I meant. We know. We know. 
<laughs> we know what you meant, Sean. All you had to do is pull up pull it up on YouTube and yeah, you can get I, right. the, old, the old days of the yes, NCE exactly. on CBS. That, that's gonna be cool. But it was right. one show that night. Just and, and the audio on that Jerry Jones was, was not the greatest because he literally was coming up the elevator yep. at the Marriott where the meetings are in Minneapolis. And I don't know if you heard the first part of it, but that's as much Jerry Jones as Jones as anything. So his entourage of course. was with him on the escalator. I didn't mean the elevator, the escalator, some in front, some behind, and directly in front of him was a very attractive woman. Let's call it what it is. She is. And that's the first thing Jerry Jones says. Oh, you always catch me with a good-looking young lady. So he had to reference that. Of course. Right. When they're about to get rid of Dan Snyder for everything that Dan Snyder did, all kidding aside, and that's his first line? He don't get it. They might want to vote on his ouster. Basically. Along with Snyder's. And he don't Stephen get it. Jones You're will right. be the new owner. You're right. They don't get it. They don't get it. They really don't get Leave it. Leave Uncle Jerry alone. <laughs> no, we're not leaving Uncle Jerry alone. None of us like him, whether you're a Commanders fan or an Eagles fan or a Giants fan. Nobody in the NFC East likes him. Nope. You know? I don't. I no. Shout out to Charlotte. Love you, Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte? Who's Charlotte? Who's Charlotte? His daughter. Oh, oh a- Char- AJ professes to be tight with Jerry Jones's daughter. Didn't Charlotte. say tight. I said that you did knew business. Her. Oh, did business. You did with. business. And that wasn't her in front of him in, in on the escalator, right? No. Okay. Not at all. Just checking. What business are we talking about? <laughs> none of yours. Oh, none of my business. <laughs> I was a filmmaker in Dallas, so there you go. That's all. Oh, all right. Okay. He's big time. AJ is filmmaker. Is big time. Just I tell you what, you guys live in Frisco for like. 10 months, I guarantee you guys will be big time. You guys will now, be first of all, elbows with them. Now, wait a minute. Oh, Frisco, Texas. Frisco, Texas. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were referring to San Francisco, and I was going to say, San Francisco wins don't like their town to be called Frisco. I, yeah, I, I do know that. And I don't like every time I say Frisco, everybody thinks I'm talking San Francisco. <laughs> I did at first, yeah. although you yeah. do know the FCS National, National Championship game is in, Frisco. is in Frisco, Texas. So when the Richmond Spiders get oh. there this year, we'll all be there. And you can come, like, oh. engineer the championship broadcast on site and take us to all the good sites wow. in Frisco, Texas. Nobody's got you like me in Frisco. Wow. Let's See? go. All right. Okay. Oh well, now the Richmond Spiders really did become your favorite team. Because that's, that's the only way it's you're official. getting there. It's official. Yeah, it's it was always... official the other day, but it's it's double official now. <laughs> oh, it became official the other day because we had John Hart in here. So I he did had, see he that had tweet. A, he had to kiss up to John oh, he Hart. Did, oh, did you... He came in the studio. He bowed down to him. Wow. He got him a cup of water. Where's my cup of water? Yeah, really, I, I what got did you here. get, Sean? I had to bring my own here, for goodness sakes. <laughs> oh, I have to be an AD uh-huh. for a major program in Division One. I. I got it. I got <laughs> it. It would help. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would help. Okay. But if we can get to Frisco, you would you would get there, Sean, wouldn't you? I mean, you got you're the only sports station in town. You got to cover us. You, you know, Lane will have to say something. You know, maybe because he did go to the last. He one. did. Yes, he did. So I don't know. He may say, "I want to go to Frisco." I was I just know. looking back through a lot of the pictures. From our national championship in Chattanooga, when mm-hmm. the Spiders won it, it was it was in Chattanooga, and you're right, Lane was splashed. He was doing his job. Yeah. I can tell you that because Lane was splashed all over the post game pictures. He and Matt Smith were in more pictures than Mike London, <laughs> I think. I really do. As I was leafing through them, and for someone that says, you know, I'm don't look good on TV. I don't want to be on TV. He's every freaking way. He was there in the A10 <laughs> tournament final. I was like, there he is, right there, interviewing. So, oh, he's behind this guy. Good Lord. Doing his job for the Spider Sports Network. Yes. No yes. coverage quite like it. That's right. But yes, there was proof positive that Lane was oh, in no, Chattanooga because he was, he was he, in every picture. He was there. With Matt, for sure. Absolutely.
All right, we've digressed from where we started, which is the NFL meetings that are going on literally as we speak. We will have a guest from out there in Minneapolis a little bit later in the show who had already tweeted out today that there was at least one other agenda item of some sort, non-commanders related, on their schedule that would start these meetings. And then it would be the Dan Snyder sale to Josh Harris and the vote by the NFL owners and the parade down Pennsylvania Avenue in D.C. Hallelujah. (laughs) And it's supposed to go live. The Goodell Harris presser, whenever the meeting concludes, it will be live on the NFL network. Well, we can switch to that so here we're in going, they're ESPN going all Richmond out. Studios because we're on ESPN right now, and there's Adam Schefter live at the meetings in the Minneapolis. The who's who is in Minneapolis. Yes, they are. I did see a tweet. It said it's ironic that the last Super Bowl win for the Commanders happened in the city where the ownership transition will take place, Minneapolis. It was in Minneapolis. Super How about Bowl, that really Bowl, is? Super Bowl twenty. That's karma. That's karma. And I don't mean Taylor Swift's karma. Oh, no, no, no. No, that's karma. You guys could be in for a big year. If only if it was in the Metrodome, the old site, <laughs> yeah. that would make it that would make it perfect. But, you know, it, it will be in Minneapolis. That was Super that's Bowl pretty 20, cool. Super Bowl twenty six. They beat Buffalo in Minneapolis in the snow. It was snowing outside. But Art Monk and Clark and Mark oh, Rippin did their thing. I like it. Uh, that's that's good karma. That's a yeah. great great trivia note. All right, so as that happens, when that happens, we'll let you know. We may even work a little magic if the timing is right. We could probably carry some of that press conference live. I would like this to hear afternoon. it. That would really challenge my guy, AJ. He's nodding his head like, I'm oh, ready. yeah, we could do that. I'm I ready. would love to hear Roger Goodell say officially, right. Josh Harris Ownership Group, the new the new owners of the Washington Commanders. That just has a nice ring to it. <laughs> now, now let me ask you this, Sean. In all, in all seriousness here, mm-hmm. it's going to happen today. By tomorrow, the sale will be done, and all the paperwork, I think, is supposed to be filed. When the Commanders step on the practice field next Thursday. Yeah. Actually, mu- next Wednesday. But next Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. How much of a difference are we really expecting to see immediately? Or don't these things like oh, take, take a little time. bit of time? Or do we expect, like... Josh Harris to be the first one to come out of the building on Wednesday when the commanders come out on the field so he can watch his new toy. You'd, I would I would say I would hope somebody from the group, whether it's Harris or if Magic, Magic comes out there yeah. or somebody from that DC uh conglomerate is there to say, hey, you know, this is a new era. You know, things in the past are in the past. Let's focus on the present. Let's focus on the future. It would be nice if one of them did. Um, I would not be surprised if they are not. Just, you know, given how quickly everything would have transpired, it would be a good thing to see for the fans to see the new group there in person on that first practice day in Ashbury. It would be nice. And also the first whenever the the preseason opener will be in Mm -hmm. Washington, the first home game. They need to be visible. They need to basically. They have to clean up the mess that Dan Snyder made. Kind of like, uh, I guess, the whole UVA when you were talking about Mike London. London had to clean the mess that Al Gro left, and that took a couple of years. This is going to take a couple of years, I think, for Harris to kind of probably more than a couple to clean up what Dan Snyder left, and he's got to rebuild those bridges that were burnt by the fans and how Dan Snyder kind of treated them and also some people within the organization. I think it's going – I said two to three years, hopefully. They got to win on the field. They got to do some things around the community to bring the fans back. A new stadium would help. And that Number probably one would, on my list. Yeah, that would totally bring, I think, the, the fan base back 
But um, if they show some presence that first week of training camp, I think that would be huge. Sean, I think that's a great point. Yeah, go ahead, AJ. Sean, our boy's going to be down there second one. Magic Johnson will be down there. You know that. It would be great. It's money in the now, bank. I'm gonna tell Lane if if Magic Johnson is there, he better take a picture of him <laughs> in Ashburn. I mean, that's 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 that would be cool if he's out there. First, either first practice, first game in DC. Magic Josh Harris on the field, talking with fans, talking with the players. See if Commissioner Goodell comes and makes an appearance that first home game. It would be it would be a great PR move for the team if those guys are in attendance. First week of camp and also like throughout the course of the year. I was just going to say that. And they do open at home on September 10th against Arizona, Mm -hmm. 1 o'clock on Fox, for those of you interested. But I think you're right. I think window dressing, believe it or not, which is normally a superficial term, I think in this point is very important to your points there because we all know the substantive stuff can't happen overnight. Yeah. None of it can happen. That needs to happen can happen overnight. They can't be a consistent winner overnight. They can't mm-hmm. build a stadium overnight. They can't clean up the mess, to use your phrase, overnight. But I think mm-hmm. what you can do overnight is kind of the PR window dressing mm-hmm. stuff to make the public start to understand where they're headed and see it for their own eyes. They've got to give – they've got to bring back the trust. they got to rebuild the trust. The fans have got to trust that this ownership group are going to do – the things that Dan Snyder didn't do during his time in the last two to three to four years in Washington. So to be as visible as possible, to show that they are very sincere in rebuilding this franchise back up, and if they do that, like I said, first camp, first day of camp, or throughout the course of the preseason, first home game in the regular season, that will kind of move the needle, say, okay, we can kind of slowly – build that trust but it's going to take them winning consistently and then doing some things in the front office that uh dan snyder didn't do all right uh as we said a lot of media people are out there including one who is scheduled to be with us later this afternoon hopefully the meeting isn't still going on or even more importantly hopefully it hasn't just broken up where they're getting ready to talk to the media by that point so let's tell you about that and what else we got going here on the thursday sports huddle Here's what's coming up on today's Sports Huddle. Just a huge fan of sports. This is the River City Rundown. Which, as always, is brought to you by the Richmond chapter of the American Red Cross during these hot summer months. Donating blood and volunteering your time and services is crucial to the success of the Red Cross. To learn how you can help, visit redcross.org. Org. All right, those NFL meetings certainly taking front stage, front and center, uh, for sure. We've got the uh, British Open rounding down, winding down in round one. We'll get to some scores from that. And we had a lot of afternoon baseball today, so we'll get to all those scores. Uh, maybe we won't because the Phillies lost, so we won't give any scores. We'll just we'll just ignore baseball today. No, I'm kidding. We'll get to those scores as well. And then that reporter I was talking about, I believe he's a first-time guest on this show, A.J. Perez um, from Front Office Sports is out in Minneapolis. By his tweets, he's out in Minneapolis. I think he had he was one of the many who had the video of Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. in fact. And they're all waiting around in the lobby and all that, waiting for the NFL meetings with the owners to break up and then hopefully have some interviews and a 
as Sean said, a press conference at some point as well. So hopefully at 5.30, there's a window of opportunity there. And A.J. Perez from Front Office Sports will join us here on the program. Uh, that's it from a guest perspective today. And again, we are in the ESPN Richmond studios this afternoon. He's Sean Robertson from CBSX. I'm Bob Black. A.J.'s producing. He's the first voice you'll hear. If you want to get on the air, dial us up, 804-327-0888. That's also our text line if you'd like to interact with us that way, 327-0888. First break at about 17 after 4 on a Thursday afternoon. Thanks for locking us in on 106.1 ESPN. Big Al life advice or the newest thing Matt Josephs hates? We've got you covered. You can find replays of all our shows and interviews on our website at ESPNRichmond.com. ESPNRichmond.com. Or on the iHeartRadio app. Just search. Just search. 1061 ESPN Richmond. John, I did miss out on one big story when I gave the uh, River City rundown there. What's that? The CAA is now the CAA. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) That's big time news. That is big time news. For those of you who don't know what we are talking about, it was announced today that the we should have just come on the air with breaking news. The Colonial Athletic Association is no more. Yep. And everybody, huh? What? All of our Richmond and William and Mary <laughs> listeners and all that. What? What happened to the club? Well, they changed the name today. And in infinite wisdom, they changed it to a name that also begins with a C. So the CAA remains the yes. CAA. Yep. It's now the Coastal Athletic Association. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm laughing right along with you. Now, look, I know how they spun it, and I love the CAA, obviously, for years and years, and and still do, and, and Richmond, although you can't tell by this story at ESPN.com. Boy, do I have a bone to pick here. With the, and I don't know how Pete Thamel got stuck with having to write this story, because it's really not you know, moving the needle right. a whole lot. God love the CAA, <laughs> and he's a big-time writer, so I, I get it. And a lot of this is tongue-in-cheek. But, you know, Commissioner Joe D'Antonio in his statement talked about, you know, the expansion of the league, all of which mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm. You know, it now stretches. You got Northeastern. I mean, you got, um, yeah, you got Northeastern up there in the Northeast. You got all of us in the Mid Atlantic who've been in the conference. Now you're going further south. You got Campbell. You got North Carolina A&T. You got Hampton down there. So they're all coastal. You know, I get it. Right. I do. <laughs> and that's apparently why they. Changed, changed it. it yeah now they also said this conversation was going on for like over a year which is before campbell and north carolina a and t right so became a full-time member uh, yeah Cam- i think A&T they were still was a... no they weren't they okay. weren't they were coming in you're they right com- yeah. yes but I, I think there was a isn't there's a little political correctness going on here i think i think colonials has become one of those words that because uh, george washington gw changed, changed their nickname. right so right. that might that might have played a role in it. Too. Yeah, I mean they're not in the CAA at right. all, but yes, they they went away from colonials, mm-hmm. and I and I don't know all of the history back then and the political correctness, but I'm pretty sure there was something to that that yeah. they didn't want to be known as, as colonials anymore because of slavery or it, whatever it was mm-hmm. back in the day. And I'm not trying to make light of it at all. And they changed 
Do you even remember what George Washington changed to? I had to look it up. I must admit. Oh man, I'll know it by the time we play them in basketball. I forgot. See, I forgot. and here's the other little. I got two bones to pick. I'm, I'm losing friends in a big, big. <laughs> I, I'm taking over Matt Josephs. You know, he's not Uh-oh. here this week. He's on vacation. Oh, so he you know, no. So he didn't even go to AC. Oh, that's next week. That's next week. That's yes. what he's resting up for. Oh, to go to he's ACC. Resting he's up resting up for ACC. ACC. But there's nothing for him to rag on or complain about, you know, or be mad with. So I'm taking his place, I guess, this week. Because I went on George Washington's website to find their nick. I couldn't find it. Like on their whole front page. Oh, they did, they the didn't nickname put it up isn't there? there anywhere right now. It's all oh, wow. George Washington and what is it, Buff and Gold or something like that? I yeah. Don't, yeah. But but no, uh, the, the nickname's not anywhere. I found it in a USA Today story. Revolutionaries. Okay. Yeah. Is their new nickname? Yeah. I guess Revs for short, maybe. Might be. Because I'm not sure in print that that's real. That's a long nickname to have to put in. And for those scoreboards around the league, that I mean, scoreboard's going to be yeah, GW. You know, yeah. <laughs> R, yeah. I was going to say the GW or R E V apostrophe S. Yeah, yeah, Revs. I guess I don't know, but that that's a wow. long nickname. But anyway, so the CAA changed its name today from Colonial Athletic Association, which it has been since its inception of which Richmond was a charter member, mm-hmm. for the record. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm saying this is because I'm about to pick on Pete Thamel Uh-oh. on ESPN.com. Because there's a, there's a story uh, on the college football page on ESPN.com, and it talks about it was founded in 1979, best known nationally as a basketball league, has such programs as Charleston, Delaware, and Towson. League's heyday included runs to the Final Four by VCU and George Mason. All of that is fine and accurate, although mm-hmm. Richmond was – a founding member of the mm-hmm. CAA in 1979. Having said that, it then goes on to say the league's football membership varies from basketball, stretches <laughs> from Maine to Elon, Campbell and North Carolina A&T, schools such as Villanova, Rhode Island, and New Hampshire also play football in the CAA. Wow. Who's missing from that? Wow. See? Even you're like, what the heck? No Richmond, no William & Mary, no Hampton, no Virginia school mentioned at I- all? I mean, what the heck? What, what's the deal? What's there? up with that, Pete? <laughs> exactly. See, you're with me. Whoa! On that one. I know. That's a little jab there. By uh, I think we should win the conference just for that reason. I this would year. say so. Put that on the bulletin board in or, the spider locker room. Or that room. shows you how limited he under he knows about FCS. Well, football. I don't totally blame him. I mean, it's not his beat. By any stretch. No, the, the, he's like I, the national yeah, college football yeah, yeah. guy. I get it. Yeah. Ever since Matt left, Bob has been doing these. <laughs> he's been shooting right. people left no, and right. You're right about that. Who was it the other day? I did. Who right. was it the other yes, day? Oh, was. wow. It was like three people. It was, I, it was hilarious. It was. I was wow. getting. I was. I didn't even know I was doing it until AJ said, AJ's, you sound like Matt Joseph. So I'm like, what? Whoa. No way. Bring yeah. it down a little bit. Yeah. But for that one, I mean, not... You mentioned Villanova, yeah. New Hampshire. Yes. Unbelievable. Did he say he said Rhode Island, too? Yes, oh. Rhode Island, too. I like, know. Like, how many playoff appearances between those yeah, three I programs? Know. I mean, come on now. He even mentioned Stony Brook, Hampton, Monmouth, North Carolina A&T. Everybody but Richmond. Wow. And there's no William & Mary mentioned either, I'll say that. And they're a full-fledged member. Yeah. We're only in there for one sport. It's not that big a deal, but. William and Mary made the, you know, Richmond, William and Mary both made the, the playoffs exactly. last year. William and Mary's picked pretty high in most of yeah, the preseason. Yeah, top five, right? Bro- top five the, and yeah, some Richmond's and in the top 25 in yeah. most of them, but William and Mary's top 10 for sure. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. And, and CAA Media Day. You know, I have a beef with this one. 
why are we still doing a virtual media day for the CAA? ACC is in person. All of the other conferences are in person. CAA doing still virtual? You know what's funny about that? Um, if you follow FCS Nation on Twitter, and we have their guys on, and they're, they're terrific. We actually run their show on Saturday mornings okay. in the fall, in, in the football season, and they tweeted that out too. You know the two FCS conferences that are still virtual? are the Missouri Valley Football Conference and the CAA, which are probably the two best yeah. FCS conferences. Yeah. So maybe they know something that not everybody else does, Sean. No, I'm actually with you. Like, in all the years I've been doing this, eventually you kind of get tired of media days. Like, it's the same old. Same, same old. And, this is, and as good as the CAA is, it's not exactly the SEC <laughs> when we get to media day. But right. they had done such a good job with it. I thought at M&T Bank Stadium mm-hmm. in Baltimore, certainly convenient for us mm-hmm. to get there. We've done overnights. We've done it in one day. It's been fine. And it was such a good opportunity to catch up with people mm-hmm. that you don't normally see and face to face. The interviews aside, the interviews are what the interviews are. Right. Coaches, and they brought two players from every school. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was really well done. And especially post-pandemic, I wish they would do it because it would get us all back together together. again. But I guess it was just so easy. And the coaches probably were like, it won't take a day out of our schedule, even if it is before practice is started. I guess, and, you know, cost-wise, it doesn't cost them anything to get. But I'm with you. I I think it's an expense that I wish we were doing so that we would all get together for one day. I mean, if the CAA going to stick their chest out saying they're the best – FCS conference in college football. You got you got to put it out there. SEC does it. They do what four almost a week. Yes, for media do. day out there. <laughs> you could do one day in Maryland or somewhere where all the all the coaches come together, and then you get your meet. I don't get that. Answer me this, because I don't pay attention to it, because we're not we. And when I keep saying we, it's Richmond, uh, obviously for me. Um, when we get to basketball, what do they do? What does the CAA do? Do they do it in person, or do they do that virtual also? Because I don't. Really Last year they did it through. It was on ESPN Plus. So it must they have had been them in a. They had them in a. Uh, what city? They had them in Brooklyn. No, that was the A10. Why? Oh, would, okay. Why would the CAA? Oh, you mean? I'm sorry. Yeah, well, oh, CAA sorry. men's basketball. Okay. Where did they do their media day? Do you even know? I don't. Probably know. virtual also. Probably. Probably. I don't know where CAA. Yeah. No. Man, the A10. The A10 is back in person. Yeah. In, in, they had in that Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. I remember yes. that. I'm sorry. I was thinking. It's okay. I had a you were confused by the new name of the conference. You know. But yeah, I have to think about that. Yeah. Where the uh, CAA basketball? But yeah, That'll I do wish it was back. I do get it. It doesn't cost as much. Doesn't take up a day out of your whatever you're doing in yeah, late July. But but you could do that. For I I enjoyed it. And again, my backhanded compliment to them is I thought they did a really good job with yeah. it. I thought it was well done. We had great access. It was done in one day. You didn't have to stay for like four days like the SEC yeah. or even the ACCs that that has expanded to yeah. three days yeah. now. Yep. Yeah, because it's three schools the first day with the commissioner's uh, uh, announcement or, or news. Or Boy, state that of, one's going to be interesting. Or state of the conference. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the, Let's with talk the about that after the yeah. break. But that one could be really interesting. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. And then UVA and Tech are on Wednesday. Wednesday. And then the rest of the conference is on Thursday. I think Florida State is, is the last day. But, yeah, there's a three-day event yeah. down in Charlotte. 
Yeah, this is one and done. One day in an NFL stadium. I think, I think the players thought it was kind of cool. They get to walk out on the field out there. That could have. I think that could have been done. Yeah. I think that could have been done. I Hopefully, hope it, I hope it is. Yeah, I hope they do that next year. And again, because of the pandemic, I think it would be even more powerful and impactful to get everybody back together in and person. And get those crab cakes out there too. You can have some. <laughs> the, the lunch was good. I don't know if it had crab cakes in the past. Oh, I don't remember that. But it was still. The, it was still good. Whatever. They're it was. dropping a ball if you're not having <laughs> crab cakes in Baltimore. For goodness' sake, CAA. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so and, and here's the other thing: they didn't have to spend any money on new logos, new lettering. That's right. It's still just it's the same logo: CAA football, CAA, and we've always just called it that anyway. At this point, you know, we've been with it so long. I don't think even on the first reference, you have to say you don't have to say Atlantic Coast Conference every no. time ACC. you talk about UVA or Tech. Just say ACC. ACC. I think yeah. the same thing is true with the CAA. So most people will never even know. Nope. The difference. Unless you say we're in the coastal, it's the coastal, <laughs> which is going to be hard for us old timers to say. Because I, I, I would, I would, def, I will. Def, what will the over under be on how long it would take me on the air on a football broadcast to say Colonial Athletic? The, the Spiders are in first place in the Colonial Athletic. If you put a mason jar in front of yeah, you and I you might, say every time you say, in the, yeah, you'll say, okay, we're going to say one time and that's I'm going to be taking you guys out for dinner and drinks <laughs> on whatever's in that jar. All right, break time. Let's come back on the other side and get a little more serious because, Sean, great point. And you alluded to the ACC commissioner giving his State of the ACC address as part of ACC Media Days. But he's also now become involved, reluctantly and unwillingly, I'm sure, in the suits that are being filed against Northwestern and all of the hazing allegations because Jim Phillips was the AD at Northwestern for a good portion of time Mm -hmm. that they're all pointing to right now. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. We haven't touched on it very much. It's a very important story in the world of college athletics for sure. So we'll get into that on the other side and the baseball scores from a lot of matinee action this afternoon as well. 435 already. Push that button, AJ, and we'll be back on 1061 ESPN. There are a lot of questions that need to be answered. Is Sam Howell the man in D.C.? Can Dak Prescott and the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl? Can Russell Wilson bounce back from last season's disaster with the Broncos? The answers begin in training camp. And we'll bring you the latest from each camp around the league. Here on 1061 ESPN Richmond. We need to send that promo to ESPN.com. Yeah. Spider football in the CAA <laughs> starts Saturday, September 2nd. Pete, did you hear that? <laughs> the Richmond Spiders are in the CAA. Again, that's with tongue-in-cheek because he's a great writer, yeah. great reporter. Not exactly, you know, in his wheelhouse there writing a story on a release about a conference changing its names but not its initials. Keep yep. that same energy, Bob. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you like the new Bob Black Huh? It's, it's a fusion. I'm digging it. I wonder how, before today, how many schools did he know were CAA members? That's, I don't that would blame be, him. That would be my question. How you know? Come on, college football national reporter. How many of them? Were? If we spend thirty more seconds on this, I'm going to put it in the show notes. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I like it. Been on Pete for like five minutes. I mean, yeah. deservedly so. Come on, Richmond, yeah. national champion. Put a, right. put your national champions in the story, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Thank you, Sean. I'm just saying. I'm not just saying it because we covered the team that year. 
but they are a national champion in FCS. Put them in the story. This is better coming from you than me. <laughs> I work for the school. I, I'm supposed to say that stuff. You, you're, you're. I'm a, not even working for the school. You're an unbiased reporter. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm unbiased. Well, every once in a while, yes. you do work for the school. Yes, yes. You work for everybody though, so <laughs> you know. You and John Emmett, you Gotta, two guys, you just work for everybody. And I mean that in the most affectionate way that's, possible. That's what we had to do with where I stayed. We had to go where everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, I did it yeah. back when I was younger like you guys. Yeah, he's like doing, you know, see, see, he has the benefit of live streaming now where he could do VCU Richmond, the kickers. He's doing the kickers in Spanish, too. Yeah. yeah. He's doing this. That's really good. He went, you know, for road games. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do right that. Right in front of a TV monitor. Yeah. He's I was not like, even there. I couldn't do that. But I did high school football and basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I did the Richmond Rhythm. Two yeah. years with the Richmond Braves. Braves, right? Yeah. Uh, worked with you at the other, <laughs> the other spot, <laughs> cross town. That that spot. Uh-huh. Uh, collegiate, uh, semi uh, summer collegiate baseball back in the days. Yeah. So yeah, I was. We, we were got a hustle. We yes, you do. You do hustle. You got a hustle. Are, you still are hustling. So. <laughs> uh, all right, let's spend a little bit of time, maybe even through oh, the yeah. break here. Uh, this Northwestern story. I had John Hart in here the other day, Richmond's athletic director, and we never really got around to talking about it on the air. He and I chatted just a little bit during a couple of commercial breaks, and I'll tell you, Sean, I think we're all in agreement. Somebody is not going to survive. Like we already know, Pat Fitzgerald is out, mm-hmm. but I would think either the athletic current athletic director or the university president. I, I don't. I don't know how you survive this. It gets worse mm-hmm. day by day. More sports have become involved in this yeah. day by day. There are now two lawsuits out there. And the point we were going to make before the break. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips was a longtime athletic director at Northwestern, and a lot of this. If it happened, allegedly, would have been under his watch, mm-hmm. and he's now listed as one of the defendants in one of those lawsuits, along with the former coach, Pat Fitzgerald, the AD, the president, a former president former also. President. So if there's a former president, you're likely to see a former athletic director. And I, I don't, would think so. I don't know that Jim Phillips is touching that in ACC oh. media days, even though David Teal or somebody I was is going say to ask some, Somebody's <laughs> – God, that's that's tough. I, I would say as a reporter, I'm I'm with you. You ha- it has to be it has to I guess be brought up if he's going to do a state of the I guess what state of the ACC address. But does he take really... questions too? Is it more? Is it just him giving a speech? I haven't been to ACC. I've Media never Day. been. I've no, I only... think he takes some Q and A. Matt Probably. was telling me Matt Joseph, so we'll be down there. Yeah, he. W- I would assume that. I don't know if the media will probably be referenced to say, "Don't we cannot ask any questions because it's not a." This is not something with Northwestern. He's probably not obliged to, not in the realm to answer questions. And that's his is, answer. Yeah, because um, he's a, he's listed as a defendant. But I would think somebody will ask and probably hopefully preference it, preference it by saying, I know this is ACC Media Day, but of course, this is what's going on. You were at Northwestern. Um, you know, if you can't comment a thought or two about it, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, if he was there for a long time and Pat Fitzgerald was there a long time as the head coach, the baseball coach who lost his job yep. uh, was in that. But surprisingly, volleyball's in it now. Volleyball, softball, yep. softball is in it right. as well. Surprisingly, though, the former baseball coach is not listed as a defendant unless there's going to be more coming. But as of right now, I think he had his own issues. I think he had a oh, separate is, set okay. of issues in which he was being overly demeaning and derogatory gotcha. towards his players. I think that was a that, whole okay. different. It just it still doesn't sit well considering right. everything else that's going on. You're kind of piling on at Northwestern, so I do think that was a whole separate deal. 
to, to what to, we're talking about. I got you. Yeah, I do. And it, I think you're right, Sean. I think actually this is an easy one for Phillips because Jim Phillips, because someone's going to ask the question. Has mm-hmm. a reporter has to ask some form of the question about what happened at Just Northwestern? Going to be the first one, or you ask a couple of uh, conference questions and right. then get in. But yeah. his answer has to be, "I can't speak about can't that. Speak it's an on ongoing it. litigation, yes, and that's, that's the end of it." So both parties have taken care of their business. The reporters asked the question, he's answered it, and then you will move on. Well, I, I think that's I think that's what's going to happen in this case. Although I would follow that up with him, and and. I would ask John Hart this question in lieu, in light of what's happening there. What types of conversations do you have with your membership and your coaches mm-hmm. about how to handle situations, how to make sure that you are monitoring every mm-hmm. aspect of your program? Do you have to remind them about things like that? From I was going to I was going to say the same thing. I mean, we've seen this. I'm still surprised we're still seeing this. Mm-hmm. I mean. It wasn't a, a similar situation, but the thing in Louisville with with, with Patino mm-hmm. and that situation there, there have been other schools that have had these types of situations. And for some reason, unbeknownst to me, this is still going on, which is still very, very surprising. And troubling. And troubling. So I'm with you. I would think ADs across the country in every level will probably, before your season start. Coaches, um, some type of high administrator beneath the coach, whether it's a dobo, uh, a compliance coordinator, somebody, all of those parties need to be in a room together and you need to lay that down and say, hey, if for some reason you're questioning it or something comes up, be, you know, be uh, forthcoming and nip that in the bud before before it gets to me because if it gets to me right then and i can tell you and i you know again i say this all the time when i'm you know i want to say privy to certain things at richmond it's part of my job and my full-time job but but i can show you the itinerary for richmond football's practice sessions Mm -hmm. and on the first day they get there there's a long list of administrative types that Mm -hmm. the team will meet with Mm -hmm. and within that is certainly compliance and certainly human resources, mm-hmm. public relations. They do it routinely every year. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that's happening at every school. And I just think this year that particular topic, subject, will be accentuated to both the players and the coaches. John Hart sat right here. He didn't say this directly to me, but I'd be shocked if he hasn't already had that one-on-one conversation with Russ Huseman. I'm not in, in, you know, nothing's happening. Right. But and I think some, in, to some degree, it's a routine meeting every year, mm-hmm. and I just think it'll be accentuated between athletic directors and their head football coaches at every school this year. And I think with this, is going to be magnified tenfold because it is now football. You know, sometimes we see other sports mm-hmm. dealing with this, Basketball, you know, men's basketball as well. But now when you talk about, quote, unquote, the moneymaker of the NCAA, college football from a Power Five conference uh, with a coach who was very popular, not only amongst the program, the players, but also across the board. You didn't hear really a bad thing from media or other coaches about Coach Fitzgerald. And now that to happen at Northwestern. I mean, that's just you don't you don't. You don't put that together, Northwestern and hazing. Mm-mm. That's I think that discussion is going to be magnified across the board with all the ads. Like once camp starts, boom, let's go. We, we nip this in the bud before it, it even happens.
Yeah, I echo that. The northwestern part, it, that proves it can happen anywhere. Anywhere. At, at any time. Yep. With, without a doubt. Exactly um, what you said. All right, let's get a break in here. Pretty serious stuff there for sure. We'll continue to follow it. The lawsuits, there's probably more coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how far-reaching that, that actually becomes and the devastation that it might have on the northwestern program. No question. Programs now, yeah. plural, more than just one sport. For sure, I mean, gotta be so either probation. I don't something's know, coming. Ban or whatever. They're gonna get hit where it hurts, and, I, and people are gonna lose their jobs. Yep, I think I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yep. Uh, all right, um, almost ten to five. Let's get the break in here. We'll get you up to the top of the hour. ESPN Sports Center update at five. We all continue to monitor the NFL owners meetings out of Minneapolis, and we'll take a look at that during the timeout. Report anything we know when we come back. Sports Huddle 1061 ESPN. The Atlanta Braves are rolling with their sights set on a sixth straight division title and their second championship in three years. Catch the action here on 1061 ESPN Richmond, your home for the Atlanta Braves in the capital city. Hot. Here's some music for you. This is good stuff. I think this was Robert. Oh, this is it? I was going to say, this actually could have been our bump music to go into the end of our first hour. Oh, yeah. Get it's pretty sm- close. You know, that could have, that could have been. <laughs> I only, like that. We're only a couple minutes away from I, that. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Just play it throughout, and then when it fades out, just re rack it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, AJ accused me yesterday of doing two hours of baseball, which is not true. I did at least 10 minutes on the Commanders, so it was oh, not two full hours so it was 150. on baseball. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that today because we've gone almost the entire first hour without any baseball talk. There's this a personal is... reason for that. And hey, you didn't even do a scoreboard. This is nope, getaway day. I'm not and, giving the scores. And didn't do nope, a scoreboard. I'm not doing it. Do you want Although me to do the scores? I, I'm going to do one because I can localize show. it. Okay. I can And and Schefter's up there, so something must be uh-oh, happening uh-oh. here. Oh, there you go. This just in. NFL owners it's approved a done sale deal. of commanders. Where's the applause? $6.05 billion. Dollars. NFL approved sale of commercial. I wonder if it was unanimous. Well, we'll find that during. Uh, you'll hear about it on Sports Center here in a couple of of minutes, and uh, we'll we'll check on that as well. I think it, if it wasn't unanimous, I think it's really clo- it would be really close. Times yeah, have changed, and I want to find out the owners that, that didn't. Did. Accept. They're the ones that think, well, we can keep kicking Washington's yeah, butt if exactly. we keep him as the owner. And if Jerry Jones is one of them, oh, it's going to be. Oh, <laughs> no, you know he voted. He voted with the majority. I wow. don't think there's any doubt about that. All right, so that's the big story. You'll hear more about that in a couple minutes. The one baseball one I will give now. We don't have time to give them all, but the Reds beat the Giants five to one. Mm-hmm. Andrew Abbott, that's his low. That Lynchburg native, yeah. UVA pitcher, yeah. Eight innings, one hit, no runs, two walks, six strikeouts in his rookie season. He is five and two with a two point one zero earned run. Nice for the Cincinnati Reds. This just in: it has been tweeted. It was a unanimous vote. Does not surprise me. Thirty-one zero. <laughs> Look at the smile on your face. <laughs> Thirty-one. Thank. Amen, owners. <laughs> All came together and said, get them out unanimously. Don't let the door hit you. Don't on the let way the door like, hit Does you. he have to go in there and clean out his own office in there? He must have minions that do that for him, right? No, it's probably already they'll been done. Don't get security. He, so, won't, he step won't step foot <laughs> in that facility ever again. Get him out. <laughs> All right, we're out, but we're coming back. We have a revolving door, not a one-way door. 
Hour two of the Sports Huddle. Much more on the Commanders coming up. Sean Robertson, Bob Black, Sports Huddle. AJ, hit the buttons. We get you to the ESPN Sports Center update. They'll obviously have more on the sale of the Commanders. And we'll be talking about it at the 5 o'clock hour of the Sports Huddle. Pearson Moss at 9520 West Broad Street.